I'm Marissa Norcross. And I'm Dave Freud, and this is The Next Page. Marissa, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. Oh, nice. How's that? That's good. Yeah. So I, I did give you a little bit more space to be like magnificent. Yeah. But I'm going to save that for. You save that? You know, I, I'm thinking like the next time when it's like a really gorgeous sunny day and we're recording yeah. today, I am looking outside and I you know it's funny because we don't record these necessarily in even the same week as when we right, share them. Right. But, um, I'm looking outside and I have daffodils that have bloomed, but they have snow on them right now. That's right. Well, but but still the daffodils are there. <laughs> they are. They are. So we just have to keep saying, yes, the daffodils uh-huh. are there. And they they are not buried in snow. They're just dusted with snow. Yes. How's that? Yep. That's fair. But it is still, spring has still sprung. Mm-hmm. The weather will improve, and by the time our listeners are hearing this, it'll probably be in the upper 50s, if not low 60s, and the sun will have been shining oh, just a bit. Oh, yeah. I, I'm so ready for it. I, yesterday, I finished our spring bucket list. Uh, I saw. Yeah, and so the girls are so excited. Uh, they they were so happy to put it up last night, which really validates you know, why I do this. So it always feels good to know that they, they do appreciate it. And so we've got a whole fresh list of things to get done in the next three months before moving on to summer. Awesome. Yeah. It's ex- I saw the list. I think it's exciting. It is. You know, now you do take pictures of these things, right? These events. Yeah. I mean, nine times out of 10, sometimes I, good. I forget or sometimes the pictures don't. <laughs> <laughs> don't quite <laughs> don't come out that well. Which is okay. Uh, which yeah. is okay. But um now do you do anything with the pictures? Like do you put like scrapbooks together or photo albums or it's you know, some a lot of the places the photo places will actually make you a book now. Yeah, I've started it's funny, I I have them or well not the most recent list, but previous lists. I have them all grouped and ready to go. I just haven't actually printed the books yet, but they okay, are, I, I keep meaning to do that. So maybe now that's a good reminder. I'll, I'll go do my, uh, winter one that I just, we just yeah. finished and, and finally get those printed. Um, so that we have something to look back on. Great. You know, that was something I thought about when I was writing my main newsletter article mm-hmm. for, for MACNY was, you know, and I made the note, I made a comment somewhere in there that, you know, we, in, a, in an age where we take more pictures than we've ever taken before, we seem to take pictures for granted and we don't do anything with them. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And that's sad. So mm-hmm. we should be able to take these pictures and really do something amazing with them mm-hmm. once again. So just something people can think about. Yeah. As they take pictures. But that's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about great leaders are great followers. Mm-hmm. And the post that came out this morning, um, I, as I was thinking about that for a couple of days, I remember hearing someone say one time, if you want to be a great leader, you have to be a great follower first. And as I, as I spent some more time reflecting on that, um, I, I really i am more convinced of that than ever. And I actually had developed, um, came up with like seven different characteristics that great followers have, but that also great leaders need to have. And and I really think we learn to be a leader 
by being a good follower. Mm-hmm. So the first, the, the three that were in my, in my post that came out this morning, the first one was discernment. And, and discernment's not a word that we kind of use a lot. But it's, it is a really critical word. And, and what I mean by discernment here is that, you know, as a, as a follower, we really have to be discerning of people. It's said that people buy into the leader before they buy into the vision. And, and what that means is that follower is really looking to see who is this person that I'm going to start following? Who is it that I can believe in kind of a thing? And that's, that's actually one of the three here. But, but believe in terms of them as a character, them as an individual. Who are they? Are they a person of character? And the same thing holds true with the leader. The leader has to start looking at the team they're building and saying, are these people on my team people of character? And, you know, it's terrible to say, are they worthy of my effort? But that's really what we're saying. Are, do these people, are they committed? And if so, then I'm going to give, then I'm going to expend my time helping to mentor and develop them. So again, that piece about being discerning about who the person is, when we decide who we're going to follow, that mm-hmm. same discernment is needed when we decide who we want to lead. And then the second one, I kind of combined the two words, passion and energy. You know, if you think about it, when you're a follower, <clears throat> you don't want to follow a leader that you have to cheer up every day. You don't want to follow. Imagine, you know, we, we get to work and we have to, like, encourage our boss. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I don't want to do that every day. <laughs> They're supposed to be inspiring us. So as a follower, we're looking, saying, hey, who's the, who are the people that are really super energetic, that when we see them, they just exude this, this energy, this passion for what we're doing. They're, they're 100% sold out, so to speak, for their cause. Well, the same thing happens now as a leader. When I look at my team, who are the people that are 100% sold out who are on what we're doing? Who are, you know, sold out is probably not a, a nice a good way to put that, but have they bought in completely? Mm-hmm. And are they bringing 100% to the team? So again, another one. We learn it as a follower. We apply it as a leader. And then the third one, again, I combine two words here, faith and belief. You know, and, and the reason I say that is leaders have to have faith in their people, and the team has to have faith in the leader. And when we believe in the people that we're working with, great things can be accomplished. Mm-hmm. But you have to have that belief. If you don't have that belief, what's the point? You know, we don't, wanna, we don't want a team that just says, I don't know if we can trust that one. Right. No, that's, that's, that won't work. It's, it takes way, way, way too much energy. Now, before I go into the other four that weren't in my post, you brought up a really good point when we were chatting before we hit record about this leader follower dynamic mm-hmm. yeah what I was it I, you know when I first read through this I was just trying to in my figure mind out what I meant yeah well <laughs> you know trying to match the title and the text right and I was thinking about a couple of things um one being I think you know you're, you're saying to be a great leader you must be a great follower first I think those two things can happen at the same time I think that, you know, you could be a leader at work and a follower in your community, or you could Mm -hmm. be a leader um, in an organization that you volunteer at and a follower or, you know, I think it's not one or the other, but then also they're not opposites. So oftentimes we think about, we, we associate 
the the opposite of leader is follower. Um, and and it's really not the case. They're they're very complementary to each other. So right. they work together side by side, not necessarily you're you're one or the other, or you can exactly. or you can only be, you know, you'll never be a leader, you'll only ever be a follower. Uh, I, right. I don't think that is the case. And so I think that um you know, reading through some your notes here kind of reminded me of that, that we really need to shift the way we look at being a leader and being a follower and that they both add value. It's not necessarily that one is better than the other, but we often associate, we often associate, you know, leadership, you know, with the the superior side of the relationship, but right. That that's truly not the case. And, And you know what they say, a leader without any followers is just somebody taking a walk. Right. So, you know, that without a team, the leader isn't a leader. Mm hmm. And and it and, really and, drills down too. Like it's right. you know at, at work you could be leading a project, and mm-hmm. how exhausting would it be if you were leading every single project? Right. And exactly. You- yes. Yeah, I think you're right. They're they're very complementary. And and if we you know if we look at the 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 teachings on real leadership, the 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 leaders that achieve the most are the ones that are leading other leaders. Mm-hmm. Because, and we've talked about that, that when you, you know, there's some kind of leaders that attract followers and there's other leaders that attract leaders. Mm -hmm. And those that attract leaders can have exponentially more impact in their communities and their organizations than those that just attract followers. You want those people that have these, that have these same skill sets and desires to make a difference. So that was a really great point. And And I'm glad you brought that up before we, we hit record and that we could revisit it that they really are this complementary um, relationship. So the, the, the fourth thing out of seven is no surprise to anybody, continually growing. You know, uh, we, in this, so really what got me thinking along this line was last week's topic that said you can't lead people whose leadership is higher, level is higher than yours. So as a leader, I, absol- I absolutely have to keep growing. Mm-hmm. And as a follower, as someone on the team, I absolutely have to keep growing. And the leader needs to make sure that the team is growing. And, and one of the great ways that a leader can make sure their team is growing is if that leader is on a path of growth to share the experiences with the team. And that begins to, it draws the team tighter together. It helps the team understand the leader's mindset a bit more. Um, and it, it really becomes a... Um, an amazing tool to help hold each other accountable. I'm, I'm doing a, a leadership mastermind for one of our member companies. And the way it's set up is, so the, the VP of operations asked me to do it. And he is there with four, other, five, four or five other people. And what's happening is they're doing an online Maxwell course that I was able to give them access to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what we do is we all do the online part ourselves, but then we come together every two weeks for an hour to an hour and a half to talk about what we learned. And what I love is the VP of Ops is learning this again. He knows it, but he's just being, it's being refreshed in his mind and his team is learning it and they're talking about it, which I thought was a huge way to, what an amazing way to keep this growth cycle going. Mm-hmm. And this, so what this company did, they actually contracted with me for a full year. And we're going to go through two online courses. We're doing uh, Developing the Leader Within You and the 15 Invaluable Laws of Growth. 
and it's just it's it's so much fun. I love it. I I get, when I see that is one of my lunch and learns for that week. I get so excited. Like yes, this is going to be fun because it's just because <laughs> and I keep learning it. You know, and I'm pulling my books off my shelf, and I'm so I'm going through the video. I'm answering the questions, and then just before the class start or the lunch and learn starts, I pull the book off my shelf, and I start seeing all these notes that I've made over the years. So this growth piece is just it's so huge. Again for the leader and his team or her team integrity and honesty you know if i'm leading a team i can't have people on the team that are that have questionable character mm-hmm. i need to know it's it's like these are the people that have my back and and i remember um i, I remember when i was leading the team at self-lock and and it was just so nice to know that the team that i worked with these people were above reproach and we could trust each other at any given time on any, you know, we, if somebody would say something that just seemed off about somebody, none of us would have believed it. No, that's not them. We know that. And, and I, and I'm hoping they had the same, the same feeling toward me. So this integrity and honesty is a critical piece that the leader has to live. It has to be an example of it, but yet the followers have to live it and be an example of it as well. And that's what makes it work. The, the sixth item here was courage. And, and this one is, um, this one's critical. And, and from the follower point of view, the follower needs to have the courage to challenge the leader. And the leader has to have the courage to ask for it. You know, yes, we think of the, the, the leader needing to have the courage to push forward in times of difficulty, you know, leading the team in the storm and type of thing. <laughs> but you know what? That's, it's a lot easier to take your team into uncharted waters than it is to ask your team, how am I doing? Mm-hmm. That same courage needs to be there. And, and we learn the courage of saying the tough things when we're the follower. And then we have to be willing to listen to the tough things when we're the leader, and also giving sometimes some really tough feedback. And then the seventh is humility. Um, and, and I think humility is a really misunderstood word. I think that people think that if you're humble, you know, you just kind of walk with your head down and you, you know, you don't ever blow your horn horn, so to speak. You don't volunteer for things because somebody might think you're arrogant. And that's not at all. Humility is the easiest way. The best definition I heard for humility is this. Humility isn't thinking less of yourself. It's thinking more of others. And, and the problem is if a person doesn't think enough of themselves, they won't ever step up and try anything new. They won't volunteer for things that are right in the center of their giftedness. So again, this humility piece from the standpoint of the follower is I subordinate a lot of my my decision making to the leader um but yet i have the courage to stand up and say no this is really what i believe now we all know that you know if, if we have a team not everybody on the team can have their say in how something goes so they subordinate their their um their personal decisions to a team decision but the leader the leader has to be humble enough to realize Without my team, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the leader also has to realize 
that they are accountable to the team for the the um how they lead the team how they act too too often i see people that of course i guess they're not real leaders and then they're just bosses that think well all these people just need to do as i say because it's my job i'm the boss you know and you know we've heard that you know don't do as i do do as i say no the leader has to be so um so focused on the on the reality that they are accountable to their team for how they're leading and how they're projecting the team to the to the um to the outside world um there was there was another thought that i that i had here too and that is um the leader needs to make sure that the credit is given to the team when the when the team achieves something mm-hmm. too often leaders are ready to take you know to take the the honor and the glory when you didn't do it. Your right. team did it. You led the way, but your team did it. Does this make sense? Does, you know, this whole concept of leader follower being similar? Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's, even as I'm articulating now, I'm thinking, I don't know if this is going to connect. I, I think Maybe. it will only connect when you realize that they are not opposites. If right. If you are stuck on the on the you know, leader or follower, um, then I think this would be hard to understand. But when you really think about the the complementary relationship between sure. the two, then it, it can make sense. Good. Thank you. See, that's why you're helping me with this podcast. <laughs> that was why 199 episodes ago, <laughs> I said, I'm only going to do it if you do it with me, because mm-hmm. it wasn't going to fly if it was just me. Yeah, and and I think too this this complementary thing really kind of helps us understand even better the concept of servant leadership, mm-hmm. where the leader really needs to be serving the team. Yeah, you I mean, I, I think it really challenges some of our traditional views, yes, of leadership, or which really turns out is not leadership at all, but more just management. Yeah, exactly, management and being a boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're right, you know. And hey, I'm I'm one of these people that I want to dream big and I want to believe big. And I'm thinking we just have to we can change the mindset of leadership in our region if we're willing to just talk about it enough and show it enough and do it. You know, one you know small groups at a time because I'm th- and I was thinking too, um, you know, of how many people in five years have attended a lot of the classes where I've been talking about this. Mm-hmm. And that's, it's really an encouraging thing to realize that, yeah, that word's getting out and more people are talking the same way and thinking the same thing, which is really cool. Yeah. Cause we really can change our world. Mm-hmm. One leader and follower at a time. Mm-hmm. So this was a little shorter, but it was a simpler topic. Yeah. And I really appreciate you helping me through this. How do I make this connection piece? And you did, you did exceptionally well with that. So our next episode is 200. It's crazy. Wow. How did we do that? I have no idea. That's 200 weeks without missing a podcast. Mm-hmm. We came close. I know. 
We we had the nights when just before it was supposed to be released, we realized we had an audio issue. Yep. We've had some late releases. Mm-hmm. But they still came out every week. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea. Well, I shouldn't say this. We have no idea exactly what next week is going to be like. So we're both going to think about it. Yes, we will. But we got to do something for 200. I know. I can't believe it. Wow. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm, imp- I'm impressed with us. <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed with us, too. <laughs> I'm impressed that there are still people that listen. Mm-hmm. So, and it, just, it continues to grow. Not meteoric growth, but still continues to grow. And we still have folks that really appreciate it. And what really it surprised me was that, you know, when you got the, the, com- the communication from someone, hey, what happened to the next page? It didn't come out this morning like it was yeah. supposed to. Yeah. So that was encouraging. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have to give some thought, you and I, as to what we do next week, because it will be episode 200. Yep. Sounds good. Any special plans for the weekend? Because as we're approaching this, this is our Easter weekend. So yeah. Uh, just, a long weekend. Yep. It's just going to be celebrating at home. And um, I'm sure it'll be, it'll be special with the girls. Yes, absolutely. How about you? House full of people. Mm-hmm. That's you know, nice. as more and more of my family is vaccinated, that's not an issue at all. So mm-hmm. anyways, but we do have family even in from out of town, and we're just going to have a very wonderful weekend together. Good. Thinking about the blessing of Easter and mm-hmm. and blessing of family. And next week, my parents come home from Florida. Wow. So they're looking forward to a bit of a new beginning and a new location living in a different place this summer. So mm-hmm. it's all exciting. A lot of fun things happening in the yep. next week or so. That's great. Including episode 200. <laughs> yes, that too. <laughs> so with that, I'm Dave Freund. I'm Marissa Norcross. And this was The Next Page. <laughs>